We welcome you again to another episode of the Players in the Game of Life podcast. Lifestyle Choices and Changes Part 3 is what we're dealing with today. God doesn't make mistakes, we do. Some of us, if we be truthful, have asked ourselves these questions. Have I committed the unpardonable sin? Can I ever be free of the weight of this guilt? Will God forgive every sin? One of the players in the game of life, the Apostle Paul, was dealing with an instance of gross sexual immorality in the Corinthian church. A man was sleeping with his stepmother. Paul penned these words for that occasion. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor rivalers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of our Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. There are a few things that stood out to me that Paul was conveying to the church folk in Corinth. First, what was made clear to me is that sin is sin. God doesn't differentiate between one sin from another. Most of us wouldn't consider homosexuality in the same sin boat as cheating on your taxes or spouses making love to your girlfriend or boyfriend, or even cussing out someone whom you might feel had it coming. But sin is sin. Second, that sin is a lifestyle, a state of being, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, whether it's destructive or constructive, be it good or evil. Paul states that sin had been the distinctiveness of the Corinthians. Paul called them former thieves, people who had stolen as a way of life. The word to really emphasize here is former, that they used to be. They once were, but they are no more. Paul didn't say some of us consumed one too many drinks on occasion. He says some in the Corinthian church were drunkards, but not in your church. Sin isn't just something we do. Rather, sinful is something that we are from birth. We are taught from the Bible, the Word of God. It says man born of a woman is full of trouble. But God loves us too much to let us stay that way. What is that way? That way that some of us were and chose to either walk or run away from. Third, it tells us that all types of sin can be forgiven. Wait a minute, wait a minute before you go there. I understand and I know that blasphemy is the unforgivable sin. 
And we'll get into that a little later. I was ever so proud, so glad that I heard when I heard all types of sin can be forgiven. I was relieved when that bit of truth came to my understanding. When Paul reminded them, the church at Corinth, that they were no longer who they had been, but they had been washed and sanctified and justified by the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. That, that, that brought joy to my heart. I can remember some of the things that I used to do, some ways that I was. I can say if it were not for the Lord that was on my side, I don't know, and yes, I do. I have a good idea where I would be right about now. And I'm so glad that he came into my life. It's just, it's amazing to me when you think about the goodness of God. Mm. The Corinthians, they were just about as sorry as group of sinners as ever came together as a church. They found a new life and a new identity in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, that tells me, and I know it for a fact, it ain't over. Forgive me for being grammatically incorrect. It ain't over. Hold on, just wait a minute. Let's hit that pause button. Did you just hear what was said? Remember, I'm not trying to get you to think like me, but what I am getting out of what was said is this. Sin is sin. There's no such thing as a greater sin or a bigger sin or, or, or he's worse than me or I'm better than him because I didn't do this. What I did was a small sin and he did a big sin, you know. Cut it out. God doesn't measure using your ruler. No ruler of any man, woman, boy or girl. He doesn't do that. He has already set a ruler, a guide for all of us. Sin is sin. And he doesn't differentiate between one type of sin and another. He says sin is a lifestyle, a state of being. I think I heard some church folk were slipping and sliding on the slope of immorality. I don't know where people get the idea that once that you are saved or you become saved or you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior that you stop sinning altogether, that you become this super saint, this person that never sins anymore. Oh, but that's not the truth. You may sin less, but let me say this. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you still find yourself doing things that are contrary to the will of God. And you don't have any feelings about it. it. It doesn't bother your spirit, your conscience. You just have no feeling whatsoever. You need to check and see whether you're really saved or not. Or whether you were just saying some words. Then I heard sins some of us have committed can be forgiven. That no person, I don't care who you are, is so deep in sin. There's no sin that anybody could commit except for blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. 
that cannot be forgiven. That no person is so deep in sin, so ingrained to a wicked lifestyle. Whether you are a gambler, a junkie, a, a homosexual, whatever, gay, however you want to put it. There's nothing so wicked, so steeped in evil that he or she cannot be saved. Now don't get it twisted. There are some consequences for our actions and we must be responsible for the choices that we make. Paul is writing this letter to church folk at Corinth. Listen, I, I said he's writing this to church folk. It's hard to believe, but believe me, it, it is the truth and some of us can bear witness to it. Some of the worst experiences that some people that have never went to church get these bad feelings and this bad energy from people who profess a belief in Jesus Christ, who say that they are followers of Christ and believers. I know, I know, I know. Okay, press the record button. Those of us who have experienced the unmerited favor, the mercy and the faithfulness and love of God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, we have a responsibility. We have been given a commission, a great commission. Our experience and hopefully our renewed minds, irregardless of how we used to be, what we used to do or where we used to go and how we used to carry ourselves and what we used to say to people, hopefully, Hopefully, that would give us the experience. We're not perfect to be witnesses of that unmerited favor, of that mercy, of that faithfulness, of that of, of that love that that we have been shown by those that love us way more than we could love anybody, than we even love ourselves, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, it's been said that God has his way of getting us to do what he wants us to do. You know, God will even bless people who are doing things wrong. It may seem that they have everything that they need, everything that they want. Hopefully, since we were originally made or created in the image of God, hopefully we'll look at, wow, I'm doing and I'm getting all of this. I should do something to show my appreciation. But we know that that's not always the case. So sometimes he will bless us, hoping that we will come to our senses. Then there are some times that, that he will, you know, not just bless us, but He'll, he'll do things for us that, 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 you know, we don't really expect him to do. I mean, it's strange sometimes when, the, when you really get to thinking about it. God will block you. I know that sounds kind of strange, but he'll block you. He'll stop you from 
having an accident or let you get right to the verge of where you see something about to happen to you. And you'll say, hmm, if it wasn't for me being a little bit late, I would have been in that accident. Have you ever looked or was driving down the street and accidentally about to move over to the, to the right or to the left and out of your peripheral vision you sit up and saw something all of a sudden that stopped you from having an accident? You think that was you and your good driving skills? No, that was God. And then there's another way. Sometimes this way he had to do to me on several occasions. Some of you out there may identify with this. He had to break us. Sometimes he had to take everything that we had away from us. But he was right there with us all the time. But he took things from us. He, he sometimes would let it be your health. He let it, would let it be possessions, maybe your boo, sometimes even your wife. Some things that he would do and break you so he could get your attention. Have you ever been there? Oh my God. We have this responsibility because we've been given these experiences. And these experiences have helped us to become who we are today. But this also gives us the experience to talk to some man, some woman, some boy, some girl about the things that God has done for us. He wants us to be witnesses to how good he is. He doesn't want us to, 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 to be negative. He wants us to show that favor, that mercy, that faithfulness, that, that love to all of God's creation, giving hope, joy, and peace, not judgment, condemnation, and hatred, which stems so far into the world that it just tears everything apart. I know, I know, you would possibly want to help, but no one likes to step off into somebody else's mess or invade their, their privacy. But there is a way. I want you to think about it. If you believe you came out of your situation or conquered your circumstances on your own, you are truly mistaken or you are intolerably self-centered, prone to use excessively pronouns like I and mine. I did this, I did that. This is mine, I made it. My, my, my. Our time is up, but I need all of you to share this and to do me one favor. Read Matthew 28, the 28th chapter, the 16th through the 20th verse, and tune in after Sunday for another episode with the players in the game of life, wherever you get your podcast, We're going to deal with what I can do and why I could be or why I should be a witness for the Lord. You all have a blessed day. May the Lord bless you and yours. Remember, God doesn't make mistakes. He didn't save you for you to be a bench member or just for you to walk around and talk about, look at what I've done. He wants you to be an ambassador for him. 
and tell people what he has done for you. God bless. <laughs>